0: Hey, hey, supergluer, welcome back to the Super Glue Podcast. I'm your host, Meredith McNerney. And if you're like me, you are the super glue to so many. You are holding it all together, my friend. This is your chance to sit back and relax for a moment. We're going to share in a morning prayer, gear up for a kick ass day, and spend our time talking about Margaritaville. All right, let me break this down and where this is coming from. So, In this episode, we're going to talk about having friends that really do make a big difference in your life and maybe deciding when it's time to weed the garden on some other people. And I'm going to share with you a a fun experience I just had with my college friends. We were able to go on a fun little weekend getaway with each other. And I want to just kind of give you the rundown of how all that went So let's jump right into today's topic, which is Margaritaville. All right. So I know I really do like to focus on health and wellness and all kinds of tips and strategies for managing our emotions and our stress. But y'all, sometimes what we really need is just to get away with our friends and have a Margaritaville experience. I mean, Believe me, I'm all about eating healthy and exercising and prayer, of course, goes with me everywhere I go and practicing all of these cognitive strategies and these thought management strategies. And they're all so important. This is all really a part of helping me to manage life. But man, sometimes I just want to throw some clothes in a suitcase and hop on a plane And forget everything else except for my girlfriends. And that's what I got to do recently. And I'm just so excited about it. So I am really so fortunate that I met an incredible group of women when we were all in college. And our journey really began there. But it really has grown into so much more uh, after college. And I think our closeness has developed even more so since we graduated, which can be really hard because life happens and sometimes we get distracted, you know, and we don't make the time for our friends. And that was happening to us. We had all graduated, we had gone on with our lives. Uh two of my friends live in Virginia. Uh one is actually now, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Now three of them live in Virginia, but at the time when we graduated, two were in Virginia, two in North Carolina, and then I was in Maryland. And it's really hard to, you know, maintain those friendships, especially when you've got little kids. And we made every effort we could. We definitely would try to get together, but you know, we would be getting together and schlepping the kids and, you know, hugging each other's babies and all that good stuff. And that's all fabulous. But it was trips that were few and far between and time away that just really felt like Never came. You know, it just was hard to keep up with all that and do nice things for ourselves. And then at 31, as most of you know, I was diagnosed with cancer. And that was just a really scary and life changing time for me. And I think after that, my girlfriends and I realized that we needed to make time for each other. And so I hope this episode will inspire you to do more with your friends and start to have fun and not have to wait for a really traumatic an incident or episode or a diagnosis uh, to put the priority of friendship in place. But for us, it was soon after that, we started talking about getting together more and doing these girls' weekends. And that's kind of how our girls' weekends evolved. And it really became about getting away, seeing each other, catching up, talking for hours, and just having the time together. And for so many years, we have been poor. (laughs) I mean, we have just not had the extra money to go and do really unique trips or very expensive trips or anything like that. Um, So we would end up at somebody's house for the weekend or somebody's mom's house or whatever. And that was all great. I mean, honestly, what we all really wanted to do was sit around and talk and catch up. So it really didn't ever matter where we were. So for our 40th birthdays we kept saying that we were going to do a bigger trip, a fun little, you know, getaway of some sort or something special, but again, it's so hard to do that when you're raising kids and saving for college <laughs> and paying for sports and just all the things that make all of us uh really normal. And so we ended up skipping that 40th uh dream and just, you know, continuing to do a lot of what we normally do when we get together. But We are now 46-ish, 47-ish, I think. I just turned 47. Go me. I just had another birthday. I always celebrate birthdays because, as a lot of you know, I was diagnosed with cancer on my birthday at 31. So every year, to me, is such a gift. I don't like uh, aging if I look older because I can be kind of vain like that, but I really do remind myself that aging is so beautiful and it's such an awesome thing. So... Here we are at 47 and uh, we decide we're finally going to do it. So we booked this Margaritaville cruise. Now, y'all, this is not like a fancy ship by any means. So I am not doing a commercial for the Margaritaville cruise, but I will say it was pretty awesome. And they have kind of a cool thing going on right now. If you are a teacher, you can sign up for something called Gov dot x g o v dot x and you can get a discount on the cruise. They say it's free, but y'all nothing is free. But anyway, uh go get your GovX discount. But yeah, no promotional video going on over here. <laughs> I'm just telling you that that helped us a bit. Okay. So we decide we're going to go on this cruise and uh we're so excited. We've planned it for months and um you know we're texting about it constantly. And I think part of it too for me is like the anticipation of it is so awesome because when you are anticipating a trip, you get to enjoy all that time before the trip, and so there were a lot of fun texts and memes and silly things going around about our trip, and just getting really, really hyped up. And then uh, one of our girlfriends, Jen, as she she's the counselor of the group, uh, and she decides that we all need to get tattoos. So I'm first, like, all right, I'm in easy. Melanie, uh, she's in easy. And then we've got uh, some convincing to do with our other two friends. So uh, we decide that we're going to go get tattoos when we first arrive in West Palm Beach. And mind you, um, my friend Beth is really nervous to do it, but she's going to do it. And one of our friends, I love her dearly. I'm just going to tease her a little bit. She's probably going to be listening. She ended up getting her uh, fake tattoo. And we'll forgive her for that this time, but we're going to kind of, you know, peer pressure her next time, I guess. Anyway, no, it's all good. So we got an infinity symbol, super fun. We go and we get that done. And we're like, so proud of ourselves. But you know, by like 10 o'clock that night, we are ready to go to bed. Now that's ridiculous. I mean, we just got together. We're talking where I'm fine. We get our tattoos. We're all sassy and feeling like we're on top of the world. And you know, we're so wild. And then like nine, nine thirty comes and we're getting sleepy and we got to go get in our bed. Um, But I think one of my favorite parts of the trip was that first night because we were just hanging out in the hotel and talking and laughing and giggling. So uh, we get on the cruise. We have a really good time. The ship is, you know, it's fine. It's nothing too fancy. Good food, lots of drinks, which is really all that we need, and time together. And it was a great trip. We had one day in the Bahamas, and we went on an excursion. We went to the beach and... Uh, They have an excursion where you can go to the beach and have unlimited food and drinks for the day and transportation and blah, blah, blah. We loved it. It was awesome. And uh, when the trip was over, we cried. It was sad. We were sad to leave each other. It was too short, but definitely a really, really fun trip. It left me really reflecting. Oh, my gosh. Here I am. I'm going to cry. Oh, it just left me like reflecting on why these women are so important to me. And I have a handful of friendships like this in my life where I will say my college friends and I have some friends from uh, my time as a principal and I have some friends from Message of Hope and just different experiences in my life where I've really been able to bond with people and then just friends that I've met, you know, obviously at different points in life and along the way. But it really made me reflect on my friendships and how at 47, like I feel I'm so blessed to have really, really good friendships. And I think there have been times in my life where I've had friendships that maybe just weren't the best fit for me. And that's okay. I don't mean that to wish any harm or to say that it wasn't even a good season of that time to be friends with a particular person, but These are the kinds of friendships that are long-lasting, and they are your life-giving friendships. They are friendships of people that are going to be with you through everything. And I look at the friends in my life right now, and I think about all that we have been through together. And I mean, oh my gosh, I won't even list all of it because you can imagine it. And you probably, if you have really good friends like this, can name those experiences that you've been together. It's quite remarkable what friends go through together. But I think for me, the reflection is that when I am with this group of friends in particular, I know that I am enough. I know that I am myself. And I know that I'm going to laugh. And here I'm crying. (laughs) And I know that I'm going to cry. I always cry till every trip, every get together, there's at some point that I cry. And uh, my friend Beth is always good for crying with me. And then the other ones, you know, it varies, (laughs) but we're all emotional. All five of us, I think together carry our emotions in different ways, but you're definitely going to get a good cry from me. Um, Laughter for sure is essential to everything that we do. And I think, you know, just exploring this in our lives, when we talk about health and wellness, are there people in our lives that really do allow us to be enough, to be ourselves and really get us laughing? And I'm so grateful for the different groups of people in my life uh, that allow me to do that. And if that's just not the case, then it's just not at 47 going to be worth my time um, or healthy. And so I guess I wanted to record this episode to be reflective on the type of people that are in your life, who's in your life, and how are you spending your time? And are you making time to just literally pack it up and go and put everything else away and just have a really, really good time? So, a couple of quick highlights from our trip. First of all, we are on the ship uh, the second night and they have music and they're, you know, we're dancing, we're having a good time (laughs) and we're doing the Cotton Eye Joe. And I'm like bouncing around like a fool, just having the time of my life. It was so much fun. And my friend Jen uh, is dancing too. I think Ellen was out there, I'm pretty sure. And um, after we're done, (laughs) Jen isn't able to walk. She's like hobbling and she's literally hobbling the rest of the night. It's not funny, but it was kind of funny because we're old and, uh, you know, we were trying to really get our moves and grooves on, on the dance floor. I know Ellen and I ended up dancing, uh, the rest of the night. I think Jen had to ice her leg and Melanie and Beth are just drinking and watching us and laughing. And we're all just having a really, really good time. Um, and I think one of my favorite memories of the trip as well, as we were talking about how, you know, how you get around people and they tell stories and they're just not interesting stories. So I was telling them this story about the rental car and, and I realized it's just not an interesting story. Like I sound like an old person talking about the rental car. And so I just said to them, I was like, you know, forget it. I'm going to abandon this story. This is just a dumb story. No one really wants to hear it. And my girlfriends were telling me how, and I forget which one of them said this, but when someone is really rambling and they're telling a story that's really just not interesting or funny, and they're giving you all these details and you really don't want to know that you just start saying, oh, that's crazy. It's kind of like your way of, you know, acting like you're listening, I guess. (laughs) And so as we were talking throughout the trip... Even when we were telling good stories, the other person would say like, that's crazy. And we were just joking with each other and it made us laugh. And of course I went home and told Mark that. So then anytime I spoke for like a week afterwards, (laughs) he would say, that's crazy. So I hope I will not do that to you. If you're telling a story and it's really not that interesting, I'm gonna refrain from saying that because I wouldn't wanna hurt anyone's feelings. But I think the point of it is that You know, we we just had to laugh because as you get older, sometimes you start telling stories that just really don't need to be told, like things about the rental car or traffic or really boring things that we talk about. So this week, as you go into your week, I want to invite you to get your fun back, to think about who are your Margaritaville people, who are your people, and spend some time with them. Book a trip, y'all. Do something fun. Do something out of the ordinary with your people. And I hope that you will utilize this opportunity to also revisit who is in your life and why they're there and the importance of spending time with friends, even when it's hard, even when you're raising kids, even when you have a million competing interests, that you know who those people are who are uplifting to you. And I have those in my college friends and I have those in other groups of of friends as well. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be able to spend time with people, and I would want nothing more than to live a life where friendship is really about being who I am, being enough, and making sure that I laugh. Let's get ready to have a morning prayer. Father God, thank you so much for putting people in our lives who allow us to be ourselves, who keep us laughing, who remind us that we are enough. Those people are the people that give us grace. They're the people that uplift us so that we can go out and serve you and do good in the world because they are energy givers. Allow us to spend more time with the energy givers in our life, Lord. Clear space on our calendar so that we put energy givers first and we make sure that we are filling our cup with the people that we love the most. I ask all this in Jesus name. Hey, super gluer, get out there and have a kick ass day. Bye for now.